There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. We are going to have a special guest on the podcast today, an evangelist friend of ours from Mableton, Georgia, evangelist Travis Clayton, is going to be doing the podcast. This is a message that Travis had preached several years ago. We were in attendance on being born again. And I think it'll be a blessing to you. It'll be a help to you. Brother Travis has gone through some difficult times. He's home several years now taking care of his wife who's very sick and doesn't get to preach out much. And uh, he's just relying on God's people to help meet needs. And the Lord himself is providing for Brother Travis. And I know the Youth Week in New York, uh, many folks were a blessing to him and helped him out. And I just felt I just want to put him on the podcast and just let some of you hear the preaching of the man of God, Brother Travis Clayton. Been evangelism now for 30 years. Was a missionary in Honduras for several years before that, and uh, just a dear, precious friend of ours. If you'd like to reach out to him, his address is Travis Clayton. That's 844 Buckner Road, B-U-C-K-N-E-R Road, Mableton, Georgia, M-A-B-L-E-T-O-N, Georgia, 30126. And that's Evangelist Travis Clayton, 844 Buckner Road, Mableton, Georgia, 30126. I hope this message is a blessing to you. Love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. Amen. Now, before we read, let me read this. This says some, and I'm going to say so-called Christians, a Christian is Christ-like. A Christian is like the Lord. Amen. But some so-called Christians are like a wheelbarrow. They're not good unless pushed. (laughs) Some, they're no good. Unless they're like canoes, they need to be paddled. Some are like kites. If they don't keep a string on them, they'll fly away. Some are like kittens. They are most contented when petted. (laughs) You ever get your feelings hurt? Brother Allen made me mad. He hurt my feelings. And I ain't going to come back no more. Hello? Some are like footballs. You can't tell which way they're going to bounce. Some are like, I'd hate to be the big hypocrite that was trying to tell people they need to leave this church and go to another church. I tell you what, I'd rather be choked on peanut butter and 40 miles from water as to call myself a Christian and have that kind of attitude. Amen. Let me go ahead and say this, Brother Paul, since you're here. Uh, Did you know I found out that anybody that'll gossip with you They'll gossip about you when they get away from you. Let me keep reading. Some are like balloons. Brother Allen said we're doing all right. Some are like balloons. They're full of wind and likely to blow up unless they're handled very carefully. (laughs) 
You ever heard somebody, Brother Goofy, say, oh, you got to handle them with kid gloves. Some are like trailers, no good unless pulled. Some are like buzzards, they get wind of stink and they come very quickly. (laughs) First John chapter number five, the Bible said, whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone that loveth him that begat loveth him also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. Hallelujah. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is true. For there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. Now, if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his son. He that believeth on the son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. Hallelujah. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life and this life is in his son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may K-N-O-W know that ye have eternal life and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Hallelujah. Now, real quickly, let me give you some ways that you can tell that you have really been born again. Number one, if you've been born into the family of God, you desire to have fellowship with God Almighty. You say you got scripture for that, Brother Clayton? I'm glad you asked because I was wanting to give it to you. First John chapter one, listen to verse number six. First John chapter one and verse number six. The Bible said that if we say, that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness. We lie and do not the truth. Listen to verse seven. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Hallelujah. Do you have fellowship with God? Now, I'm going to tell you something. Born-again children of God do not have to be bribed into coming to church. 
born again children of God do not have to be beat with a ball bat to get them to read their Bible. Born again children of God love to obey the word of God and do the things that the Lord said we're to do. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Listen to Psalm chapter 12 and verse number 6 and 7. The Bible said the words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Hallelujah. Listen to Acts chapter 17 and verse number 30. And, and the Bible said in Acts chapter 17 and verse number 30, Paul here is preaching and he said in the times of this ignorance, God winked at, but now he commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Hallelujah. Who would ever thought we'd live to see the day so-called Baptist preachers but would be running all over this country saying that a man does not have to repent in order to be saved and go to heaven. Matter of fact, I've heard them say, they say, if you preach that a man must repent in order to get saved, you're adding works to salvation and you are a call. What about that? That's what the book says. (laughs) Jesus said that except you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Amen. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Listen to verse 31. Because he hath appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men in that he hath raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Galatians chapter 6 and verse number 14. I probably could quote it, but I might as well just go ahead and read it. Galatians 6 verse 14. Paul said... But God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. Whoa, hallelujah. Number two, if you're saved, not only do you desire to have fellowship with God, but if you're saved, you don't want to sin. Now, don't go off and tell a lie on me and say that Brother Clayton said if you'll say that you would not sin. I didn't say that. I said you don't want to sin. You don't enjoy sin. You don't love sin. When you do sin, you're miserable and you're not right until you get it right. Amen. Again, back in 1 John, look at chapter 2 of 1 John. Chapter 2, listen to verse number 1. My little children, I like it when I heard that preacher say, God nowhere in the Bible calls his children hogs or dogs. He said, 
my little children. These things write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, hallelujah. And he is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world, hallelujah. Listen to the next verse. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Now, if you don't want to keep the commandments of God, quit telling anybody that you're saved. Listen to verse number four. He that saith, I know him, I'm saved, I'm born again. And you'd have to have the FBI on a search warrant to find them on Sunday morning, especially now that the race car time is coming up. You say, Brother Clayton, you'd do pretty good if you'd stay off of them things. When I thought 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. And behold, all things are become new. Brother Clayton, if you'd leave the television alone, quit preaching about these women wearing these bullfighting breeches. Quit saying anything about people using tobacco that says they're saved and some people got a tongue as long as a gypsy wagon train, train loose in the middle, flapping on both ends. If you'd leave some of that stuff alone, Brother Clayton, you'd get more appointments. Well, you know, I'm thinking about that appointment that we're going to have to stand at the judgment seat of Christ. <laughs> verse, verse 4 said, He that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments. God said is a liar and the truth is not in him. This is verse 5. But whoso keepeth his word. In him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. Hallelujah. Now, Drop down to verse number 28 of that same chapter. 1 John chapter 2, verse number 28. The, the writer said, John said, And now, little children, abide in him. Now that man right back there has taught me that that word abide means to stay with. Hang in there. Don't give, get shipwrecked and jump out of the boat. Amen. Now, little children. Abide in him. Why? That when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. Listen to the next verse. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that doth righteousness is born of him. Hallelujah. Can y'all take just a little more? Listen to chapter 3. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Sons of God don't go to the picture show. Sons of God don't smoke marijuana. Sons of God don't talk in wicked, ungodly talk. Amen. Hey, the Bible said, therefore the world... North us not because it knew him not. Hey, do you love sin? Do you enjoy sin? 
Or are you miserable when you see him? God said, if you're saved, you don't want to see him. Number three, if you're saved, you'll strive for victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Hallelujah. Now, while we're there, we might as well get it. First John chapter 2, look at verse number 15. You there? God said, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. This is the next verse. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Woo, glory to God. Mm. I'll tell you some of our problems. We're proud. We're haughty. We're stiff-necked. Hey, here's some of our favorite songs. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. I can't wait to get in and look in the mirror because I get better looking each day. And to know me is to love me. I must be a sure enough good man. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble, but I'm doing the best that I can. Ooh, ain't that something? Ooh. Listen to what he said. Paul said in Titus chapter 1 and verse number 15. He said, Under the pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. This is verse 16. God said they profess that they know God. Oh, I'm saved. I'm born again. I love Jesus. They profess that they know God. But in works, they deny Him, being abominable and disobedient and under every good work reprobate. Amen. Mm. Look at chapter 2, Titus 2. Listen to verse number 11. Well, let me back up. Now I'm going to hurry. God said in verse number 6, Young men, likewise exhort, to be sober-minded. In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works. In doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned. That he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. Exhort servants, to be obedient under their own masters and to please them well in all things. Not answering again. That means don't talk back. Not purloining, not show, uh, uh, not purloining, but showing all good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. Whew. This is verse 11. Because I knew you couldn't preach without getting on that. Well, I'm glad I didn't disappoint you. <laughs> For the grace of God 
that bringeth salvation hath appeared to how many men? God says it's appeared to all men. Listen to verse 12. Teaching us. Now, the same grace, young man back there in the back, the same grace has saved you. If you'll get in the Word of God, it'll teach you how you're supposed to live now that you're saved. Hallelujah. I don't believe anybody gets saved except God puts a hunger and a thirst in them to want to know more about the Word of God. Teaching us. Same grace has saved you teaches us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly. Where? In this present world. You say, I thought it was when we all get to heaven. When you get to heaven, if you get there, you ain't going to have no trouble living soberly, righteously, and godly. God said it's in this present world. Hallelujah. Verse 13 said, look at that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Woo, glory to God. Mm. Listen to this. Now, here's a good definition of the word grace. Grace, Brother Allen said, is something for nothing. Grace is everything for nothing. Grace is God's unmerited favor toward lost mankind that's shown to us because of grace. Woo. Titus chapter 3, listen to verse 1. Now, I know I've got to stop. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. Uh-oh. Some of you better stop up your ears now because you're fixing to... To speak evil of no man. God said we're to speak evil of no man. God said we're not to speak evil of one another. To speak evil of no man. To be no brawlers but gentle. Showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves. Now here's grace. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. Disobedient. Deceived. Serving divers lust and pleasures. We were living in malice and envy. Hateful and hating one another. But after that the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost which He shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. Listen to verse 7. Here's grace. That being justified by His grace. We should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Glory to God. Hey, are you striving for victory over the world and the flesh and the devil? Listen to 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 19. Mike could quote it, but let me just read it and get it right. 2 Timothy chapter 2, listen to verse 19. I'll close. The Bible said, Nevertheless, Wait, let me back up and get verse 15. God said, study 
to show thyself approved to men? No, that ain't what I was saying. See, a lot of us want to brag and try to pretend like we're about to sprout wings and fly away and pretend how holy we are and, hey, cross them and see how holy they are. God said, show thee, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and vain babblings, for they will increase unto more ungodliness, and their word will eat as doth a canker, of whom is Hymenaeus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some. Listen to verse 19, and I'll stop. Nevertheless, nevertheless, all that we just read, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Woo! Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are His. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Hallelujah. Psalm 37 verse 25, the psalmist said, I've been young, now I'm old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. You honor God, God will honor you. And I tell you, God knows who's saved and who's not saved. And I tell you what, if I didn't know beyond any shadow of a doubt that I was truly birthed into the family of God, that I was really on my way to heaven, you know what I do? I jump my pride. I'd junk my religion, I'd junk my church membership, and I'd come to this altar and I'd truly get birth into the family of God. Nothing is worth you losing your soul over. God bless you. Thank you. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manassa Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption calleth not. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glory. Song of the Redeemer.